Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John Martin. Uh, do you want to start like that? Or do you want to start <laughs> That's like that? fine. All right. All right. Well, uh, oh, I don't know. Gosh. No. All right, guys. Well, it's still raining. It's still raining. We're actually we're recording back to back because I got a baby coming this week. <laughs> That's right. So uh, next week, sometime a week from today, maybe. Uh, Lord willing. Um, so we are trying to get caught up for the baby comes, and yep. uh, hopefully, maybe next week or so, we can have the baby on the podcast and her first public <laughs> appearance. I don't know. I you know I feel like you, but this is kind of like when Jay Z and Beyonce had their first oh, child. Oh gosh, I'm you sure know, your wife appreciates Blue Ivy. <laughs> You, um, uh, you saying she's like Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I know we're going to have a lot of media. Uncle Prince is going to be there, all that good stuff. Oh, gosh. So, um, but we're excited about it. You already uh, have family coming in? We have family coming in, not yet. Uh, yeah. They're going to wait on the baby to come, thankfully. Uh, but we do have a lot of family that are going to be coming but, in this but, week. But and, really, they could miss it. If if you have to go to the hospital, you, your family is... Yeah, they're, they're about they're, four hours away. Um, oh, well, well, maybe but, not. But, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. if they don't, if not there for the birth, that's fine. They're sure. going to be there shortly after. So. Sure, yeah. Um, also, right, I, you know, good. I don't know if you've ever had a, a grandmother drive to a baby. I don't think they, that's probably the one time they speed, right? <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, today we're going to talk about <clears throat> an important subject. Um, yep. And it's just a simple, simple unity within the church. Yep. Unity. Which is really hard. So, so last night we had a business meeting. And uh, we only have quarterly business meetings, but we had a special call business meeting last night that we, so we just borrowed like half a million dollars to do a renovation and a piece of property came up for sale next door to us and we're fixing to buy it on top Ooh. of having half a million dollars in debt. Yeah. And so uh, you would, you would expect a You lot can't of, make that decision without a business meeting, no. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, you would think there would be a lot of disunity <laughs> inside of that right uh but but we are so blessed at our church we 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 don't fight about things like that right you know? man yeah. it's such a blessing because i own i say that because uh and i don't want this to sound prideful it i guess does. it Sorry. is Go but, ahead. uh but i just heard of another church near us who uh who just had a knockdown drag out? Don't you I'm add us next time? <laughs> you just go ahead and say my church then. Not your no. church in their business <laughs> meeting, man. And so when a church has unity, yeah. it's not really something you think a lot about. That's right, right. But when a church is disunified, yeah, man, it's something that's ever before you. That's and, right, and it's it's a bad taste within the church. Everybody's on uh, walking on you know pins and needles, right. and it's a bad taste outside the church. If yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing that non-believers won't know a thing about the church, but they'll know if it's an unhealthy church. They'll know if they fight, yeah, right? and you know, and and I think that happens a lot inside of our business meetings. Maybe not in just inside business meetings; it happens other other places as well, right? But, uh, but inside of business meetings, it, it kind of uh, brings yeah. its head. So it can, yeah. it can. So we want to just give some, I don't know, uh, some ways that we can preserve unity within the church. Yeah, uh, and I would just say to begin with. We've got to talk about being unified before it's necessary that we be unified. I think so, and I think laying that foundation, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna use scripture to right. lay the foundation today, yeah. which uh, you know that's, that's a, a good place to start. Idea. You know, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to uh, we're going to use scripture for that, and I think talking about unity often from the pulpit is a good thing. Celebrate yeah. when you see that's unity, right. yeah. and, uh, and and then you know the the Bible speaks about it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't have to say, "Hey, I'm gonna do a sermon series on unity." 
walk through the letters, yeah. walk through mm-hmm. the epistles, and yeah. Paul's going to talk about it. That's right. He's going to talk about it enough for you to address it uh, several and weeks. And I think Paul talking about it enough is a reminder to us that it is essential. It is. You know, I, I was just reading mm-hmm. uh, in my personal reading uh, Paul and Peter's little yeah. scuffle. You know, mm-hmm. so even between Paul and Peter, you have a right. You know, a little a little disagreement mm-hmm. there. So yeah. I mean, it's a human condition, right? It, that comes as a result. Of well, Paul. I mean, if you think about the early church, uh, you had a place where barbarians, Scythians, yeah, Romans, yeah. Greeks, Jewish people were right. all together. The only the only event that they were all together fellowshipping. Yeah. Uh, they're from different cultures, they speak yeah. different languages, they have mm-hmm. different backgrounds, they like different food. Yep. Um they like different sports teams, whatever that is. And you're going to put those <laughs> into one congregation and expect there not to be some disunity sometime. Right. right There's right, going to be disagreements. Right. And so we want to make sure that we understand how to handle those disagreements. Sure. And these things are emotional things. That's right. So they're bringing up emotional mm-hmm. emo- you know, your favorite sports team is an emotional thing. That's right. But really deeper than we're not going to argue about that in the church. Surely right. goodness. Surely not. There's right? not someone arguing. Hopefully about that. not. But but whether or not you know you have an organ, that's an emotional decision. It is. It is. Whether or not you have contemporary or, or traditional or both, that's an emotional decision. Yeah. Whether you preach out of the King James Bible, for some people that's an emotional, emotional decision. decision. That's right. And so how we handle those things determines whether or not we're going to hand, we're going to have unity or disunity. That's right. Uh, so I want to just begin by by uh, starting with our dead man, and this uh, quote is often King attributed. James. Uh, that's right. It's often contributed to King James. Uh, no, it's often contributed to uh, St. Augustine. Yeah, yeah. And you've heard it before, but it's in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity. Oh, wow, yeah. And I think yeah. that's that's powerful. There yeah. are some things that, yes, they are going to divide us. There are. There are. Uh, I love Moeller's theological triage. You know, there are first-level issues that are going to separate believers and non-believers. Right, right. We, we will take a stand upon the deity of Christ. Sure. And, and, and we, we will take a hard stand on that, and yeah, it will separate yeah. us uh, from people outside of our church. Yeah. But then there's second-level issues. We're going to take a stand on believers' baptism by immersion. Right. We believe that you can be a, a, right. a church that doesn't believe that. We just think we're healthier, and that's yeah. fine because you yeah. think you're healthier than us. Right. Uh, we're, we're going to stand upon that. That's going to separate us from worshiping together on a Sunday morning. Sure. It's not going to separate us from being brothers. Right, right. Uh, but then there's third-level issues yeah. like organs and like right. eschatology and like right. all these other things that yeah. we're going to disagree with. And we may argue uh, yeah. passionately Amongst ourselves, but they are not worthy to separate a church. Yeah, I think the difficulty in this, though, is determining which of the issues are first tier, second tier, and third tier. Yeah, that's we, the We've got to communicate <clears throat> what what tier thir- certain aspects are because— right. You know, I mean, we would say we would say that version of the Bible is not a first tier issue, right? But there are people in our state that would say, no, that is a first tier yeah, issue uh-huh, because yeah. that's that's to them the only inspired word of God. That's right, right. So. So having a distinguishing, you know, between those three tiers is important. Knowing what is a first tier, second tier, and third tier issue. So right, how do we right. handle though whenever someone comes up to us and says that they have a disagreement with us and we're seeking unity? How should we look at that person in order to gain unity back in our congregation? Yeah, and so we just have uh, four uh, theological ways to preserve unity, and then maybe three other practical ways to help us preserve unity. And so the first one is uh, the theological. Uh, reminder that every believer has been purchased by the blood of Christ, and now we are called brothers and sisters. Understanding that is going to be is going to help us view each other rightly. Yeah. In other yeah. words, 
John, I am not your enemy, right? right? Exactly. Um, we, we we must make sure that we we understand there is an enemy. Yeah, yeah. That he sows seeds of discord within the church. That's right. But that's it right. is not my brother in Christ who's that, the enemy. That's, that's exactly right. My yeah. brother in Christ could be a pain, <laughs> right? But he's not the enemy. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. You know, you know, we're you talking about sports team. We're on the same team. Yeah. Right. I mean, we 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 enjoy the same salvation in yeah, Christ, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and there's nothing there's nothing else that can can divide us that is greater than the blood of Jesus. That's right. That's the right. Blood of Jesus is sufficient enough for our salvation, mm-hmm. and if it is, it is sufficient enough to keep us bonded together. That's right. So. That's right. That's good stuff. And you know, just as a little funny illustration, we're mentioning sports teams, but back up. <laughs> I don't know. Back back uh, ten years ago or so, um, there was a there was a split between Tennessee fans. Oh yeah, there were Tennessee football fans. Yeah, and then yeah. there were Lady Vols. Oh yeah, women's basketball yeah. fans. The Summit. That's right. And and mm-hmm. hey, if you know anything about Tennessee, Lady Vols, Pat Summit. Uh, I mean, just was a was a uh, man a a a legend in the game. And so there were fans that cared nothing about Tennessee, but they love the Lady Vols. That's right. And That's equally, right. there were Tennessee football fans or baseball fans or anything else that cared less about the, Tennessee, the, right, the, the Lady right, Vols. And right. so it was a competition almost. Mm-hmm. And you forget, hey, wait a second. We're all Tennessee fans. So now Tennessee started a campaign. We're one Tennessee, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. trying to build the bond between two fan bases, <laughs> right? Uh, we're, yeah. we're all Among for the themselves. same school, right? Yeah. yeah and and we, yeah. I mean, the church can get that way, yeah. right? We can have factions. I'm for Paul. I'm That's for right, yeah. I'm for Peter. I'm for Christ. I, yeah, whatever yeah, we can yeah. do that, but we must all remember that we are bought by the same Savior. Yeah, we are bonded yeah. together by His blood. We are family. And I'm going to tell you again. Let's say the blood of Jesus is sufficient enough to keep us unified. That's good. It, it is enough. Mm-hmm. It is enough. We've been bought by Christ. So, and moreover, not only have our sins been paid for, which is important when we're wronged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. When 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 someone wrongs me. I must remember right. that Christ has already paid for their sins, sure. and I can't demand another payment. Yeah, right, right. There is right. no why, why. It's already been paid for. So yeah. if Christ does not demand a double penalty, neither will I. That's right. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's not only important to think of that, but it's also important, secondly, to remember that we're all indwelled by the same Spirit. We are again a unifying Spirit. Yeah, a unifying not not one who is a. Uh, a spirit of confusion. That's right, and and a divisive spirit is not the spirit is not the Holy Spirit. The yeah. spirit mm-hmm. does not cause division. Right, right. right. And so uh, I think this is a good, good good point to remind us of as well as we have the opportunity in churches to be a divider. We need to be reminded that the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us plays no part in that. Mm, yeah, he, yeah. He is not a divider. The right. only one seeking to steal, kill, and destroy mm-hmm. is Satan. That's right. right? That's a different and spirit. It is a different spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make sure that not only is the spirit indwelled in us, but we're practicing those that fruit of the spirit as well. Yeah, and in our a, interactions. Yeah, with each and there's other. a couple things here. I have a fun story. So whenever I decided to uh, to ask uh, Jordan to marry me, uh, we had been dating six or seven months, and uh, we well, I went home, took her home, and uh, she said, "Let me let me talk to my parents first before you ask. Yeah. Just kind of give my heads up, right? I don't want them to get caught off guard." Uh, and so she went and told her parents, and uh, they said, "All right, well, let's all sit down and talk first before we let him ask, because the answer was going to be no." Yeah. So um, they said, "Listen, we, this has just caught us off guard a little bit. Uh, she's our youngest, yeah, um, yeah." And they said, "Let's all. Let, why don't we pray about this? And yeah. we all serve the same God. We all are indwelled by the same Spirit, and He will not lead us to different directions. Mm-hmm. And so let's spend a period of praying." Yeah. 
and we'll come back together. Yeah. yeah. And that was a tough period, but yeah. my in-laws are godly people and they, they love the Lord and they listen to this podcast. So, <laughs> um, you know, they, that we all came together on it, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was one of those things that we, after a period of time, we understood this was the Lord's will Yeah, and he yeah, did not yeah. lead us in four different directions. That's right. That's right. Cause he doesn't do such. Right. He right. leads us all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the difficult thing you, is, is when someone comes up to you and says, well, God's telling you this, but he's telling me something different. Right. Someone's wrong. Someone is wrong. Right. Someone Someone is not listening to the Holy Spirit. Right, and that kind of leads to the second point. If if John is indwelled by the Holy Spirit, I've got to trust that I'm not the only one talking to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right, we can we can get in these traps, and and I I do it sometimes with with uh, with my wife. You know, we'll have a disagreement, and my first reaction is, "Well, I'm the pastor, right? (laughs) Well, I I walk with Jesus closer. Right? That's just that's foolishness, right? Yeah, Uh, and we can do that in the church. Yeah. We can, and that we need to be sensitive that the other person is maybe just as godly and just as spiritual right, as we right. are. Right, and in that, in that, it is easy for us to be led astray by our own emotions, mm-hmm. by our own desires. Mm-hmm. It's easy for us to be led in a direction that is not being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and we have to be discerning in that. Right? Am I being? Am I being? Uh, am I being selfish because mm-hmm. this is what I want? Right? Mm-hmm. Or is this the Holy Spirit? That takes a, that takes hard spiritual work. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Between you and the Lord to discern the difference. And, and that. that ought to be there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. we we should never have an idea and say this is it, no yeah. matter what. And if you yeah. question me, you're questioning God. Right? Right? No, right, right. no, 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 yeah. no. We are, none of us are uh, the uh, you know the one sitting at the right hand. Yeah, right? you know, be afraid if someone stands up and says, "This is what God told me," and he hasn't told anyone else. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think you ought to be afraid of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love. I think Spurgeon in his lecture to my students says something like, "If anybody says that, what that is is that they had some uh, bad piece of meat the night before." Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's it's a, it's a the feeling that they have is uh, you know stomach indigestion or something. Right? right. Not the Lord. Uh, not the Lord. <laughs> Uh, blame it on something else, anything but the Lord, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. number two. Number three would be uh, being a servant to others. Man, this is this ought to be what a pastor is doing anyway, right. especially for us. Or any church member. Ought to yeah, be. any church member, but especially pastors. You ought to be serving your people mm, because, right. again, the passage that we're getting this from is the passage concerning Jesus. Right. I right? love Philippians 2, right? Yeah. Um, Paul encourages the uh, Philippian church, if there's any, 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 uh, any participation with the Spirit, any consolation and love, all these other things... That then make my joy complete right. by thinking of others as right. greater than yourself. That's right. Yeah. Just as the Lord Jesus, who was in heaven and did not consider those things yeah. something to be grasped, gave them up and became a servant. Yeah. yeah. Even unto death. Yeah. And and that's that's our model for ministry. It is. And I mean, when we look at what we're asking people to do for the sake of unity, mm-hmm. it is so minor compared yeah. to what Jesus did yeah. mm-hmm. on the cross. That's of right. Giving up that's right. Himself. So when we're asking you to serve people. You have to see that call to service in light of the service that mm-hmm. Jesus has given unto yeah, mankind, yeah. and and then it's quite minor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. We there are. I don't. I don't have to get my way all the time at the right, church, right? Um, and and we need to remind everybody it's not about us. Yeah, it's not about yeah. you. It's not about me. My way or the highway doesn't work in the church. Yeah, it doesn't. Ultimatums don't work in the church. It doesn't. They don't yep. belong there. Yep. Yep. And so we must make sure that we are being servants, considering yeah. others as greater than ourselves. If one of us has to be humiliated, if one of us has to be debased, let it be me, not mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. That ought to be the mindset. Yeah, if we approached every argument that way, Oof. there would be no argument. Right, exactly. There would be no argument. Right. The uh, argument we, would be instead, uh, no, you get your way. That's right. No, you yeah, 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 right. No, yeah. we're going to do what you want to do, yeah, but that's yeah. not the way. 
It works, unfortunately. <laughs> I've actually never heard that argument. I've never in the heard church. that argument in the church, right? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, for sure. So what's the fourth one? The fourth one is uh understanding the issues. And we've talked about this a little bit already, but but basically as pastors, we need to know and lay people as well, all ministers, we need to know what are the hills upon which mm-hmm. we will die. Yeah. What are those hills? And which ones are we not willing to die? Right, right. And don't fuss and fight over the ones that you're not willing to die. That's right. And and there are good resources out there uh, to help you determine, you know, what's important and what's not. Yeah. But I think this theological triage is one of the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am not going to die upon an issue like the colors of the carpets. Right. Like right, what type of light right. bulbs were putting in the church. Right. I'm this that is not an issue that I'm yeah. going to sacrifice my ministry upon. Yeah, and, and and one thing to say about this, that's why you need to be careful what you say. Yeah. Because you may be in an argument that you're not wanting to die upon, mm-hmm. but your lips tie yourself to that argument yeah. and you're going to die upon I it. I mean, how many times, I, I, I maybe, maybe it's just me, uh, <laughs> but in conversations with my wife, I'll, I'll start out by just picking yeah, and it turns into an argument and I'm yeah. like, I don't care about this. Why am I arguing about this? <laughs> right. uh, but it's a, it's a desire to be right. It's yeah. a, you know, a desire to have the last word, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, man, that's, that's that's fruitless, yeah. worthless. And and I think so all of these cultural arguments mm. we need to be able to say they're not hills we're willing to die. Yeah, and heck, I know we we can find a trap. We can get in our Twitter um Twitter is an echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most people don't care what's going on on Twitter in your congregation. Right. Most people don't know what's going on on Twitter in that's your right. congregation. That's right. And so if we're going to be caught up in a on an issue, let's be caught up in issues that actually affect our church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let's let's not let's not lose sleep over something that's happening about two thousand miles away that has no bearing upon our church. Yeah, because uh, you know, again, you're going to find yourself disunified with people in your church over mm-hmm. an issue they didn't even know that they were supposed to be concerned that's about right. until yep. you spoke about it, yeah. and now mm-hmm. they're standing in opposition to you because of your ignorance. Yeah, and I, you know, that that just reminds us understanding the issue. Uh, God. Has one of the spiritual gifts. If you go, if you kind of look at Corinthians, look at kind of what the spiritual gifts are, and and all these things. There is no spiritual gift of, I don't know, theological watchdog, yeah, or yeah, theological yeah. policeman, yeah. I mean, there are certain issues that we do need to make sure that we are we are standing firm mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. But if we are trying to sniff out heresy, yeah, yeah in yeah. brothers in Christ, and and we are taking everything that someone says in the worst possible light, right. That is a quick way to sink a church. Yeah, which we do. Which we do sometimes. Uh, we do. Yeah. We, we, we like to uh, dogpile on top of uh, people that we don't like. That's right. And as a result of that, put, you know, we're talking about an issue right now. We need to get off of it. Go to the, <laughs> we need to go stop to the dogpiling, right? No, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, like in other words, in other you words, need to know J.D. Greer before you talk about him. I didn't know we were talking about that, so oh, there you okay. go. All right, there you go. That's good. That's good. All right, go. All right. So John was talking about an issue. <laughs> I was thinking about something else. All right. Yeah. Um, so understand I'm, the I'm issues. much better than John. You need to know what issues I walk closer you're, actually, to the Lord. Uh, you're actually talking about. Don't don't argue over secondary That's issues. That's right, John. Sit down. Issues. You know, it's worthless. Yep. All right. And then the fifth point is having good communication. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, let everybody hear what you think and what you know clearly. Right. So say what you want to say and don't overstate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, I I had a a guy in my last church uh, I loved dearly, but he could not communicate a problem well. And he would start communicating his opinion on something and before the person who's talking by the end of it, 
yeah. Ooh, a mess had been made. Uh, <laughs> and it's and he wasn't trying to. He just didn't communicate well. Right, right. And right. so part of that is do the best you can to be a good communicator. Right. And then listen to people with graceful ears. Yes. Yeah. You know, and understand that people are going to communicate in ways that they don't necessarily That's mean right. to communicate. We, yeah. we stand in the pulpit every week. Well, you think about it. So three times a week. <clears throat> You know, fifty-two weeks in a year, something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So that's that's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. A lot of, a lot of hot air. A lot of words that we use. A lot of opportunities to mm. say things that maybe we didn't mean, right? Yeah. Or for things that we said to be taken in a wrong way. That's right. Uh-huh. And so there's nothing wrong with communicating something and then thinking about it and saying, you know what, that's not exactly what I meant. So standing back in the pulpit that night or that Wednesday mm. night and say, let me clarify what I intended to say and what I didn't intend to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of being defensive in right, that moment yeah. and then causing a fight, disunity that wasn't right, already right. there. Yeah. Communicate with your people, you know? Yeah, and I, I love I have a guy in my church who I love dearly and we disagree on a lot and I love disagreeing with him because <laughs> at the end of the day, you love this we're talking about unity and you just said I love disagreeing. I love disagreeing with him, with him because he's he's wrong, but <laughs> yeah. um but he he disagrees in such a good way. I mean, we're going to we're going to talk about something and and he's not going to communicate Communicate things well, and I'm going to talk about things. I'm not yeah, going to communicate yeah. things well, but we love each other. Yeah, and we yeah. have we have yet to leave a disagreement and and been mad at each other. Yeah, and you know that's the good thing about understanding that you're bought by Christ, yeah. you're dwelled mm-hmm. by the Spirit, mm-hmm. serving each other is that even when you have m- communication issues, mm-hmm. you're able to go back and say. Well, you know, beyond this, we've been bought by the blood of Jesus, yeah. and that's what mm-hmm. most that's what's most that's important. Right. And that leads to number six is being patient. Yeah, being patient with each other. And I think we have to be patient with each other because there are people who disagree with us on the second and third tier issues, yeah. and that is okay. That's okay, and it's okay to be patient with a brother mm-hmm. that uh, that that it disagrees with you in yeah. that sense, mm-hmm. and and you want them to be patient with you. Yeah. So and also understanding uh, part of the Holy Spirit being in us is that. The Holy Spirit is not done with me. It's not right. done with you. Yep, yep. He's and still and how many times have we seen uh, somebody come back a couple, you know, months later and said, "Hey, listen, I was wrong on this issue, and I, I said some dumb things." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you, would you forgive me? Yeah. How many times have we had to do that? Yeah, sure. Man. We ought to be doing that. If you're not doing that, there's, there's That's something right. wrong with That's your right. I've said desire some, for unity. I've said some dumb things in the past, <laughs> and yet the Lord continues to grow me. Yep, I'm saying dumb yep. things in this podcast. The Lord continues <laughs> to grow me. So we, we just need to be patient. <clears throat> yeah, be patient with each other and understand that we're going to fall, we're going to falter, and uh, and we just need to understand that. You That's know? right. How 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 patient is Jesus with us? Go back up to those first few points. Yeah, you know, so Jesus uh, Jesus went to the cross, died upon the cross for for us and for our sins, and mm-hmm. yet we stumble and we fall every day. Yeah, and yet He still is redemptive in yeah. His work. Yeah, and in Jesus in His earthly ministry, how patient was He with uh, yeah. the woman at the well in Samaria? Yeah, yeah. how yeah. patient yeah. was He with His disciples? How patient yeah. was He with uh, the rich young ruler? All sure. these people that had it wrong. Yeah, Jesus yeah. was patient yeah. with. Yeah. And imagine how hard it is to be patient with somebody when you're perfect. Right. 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 Yeah. And Jesus yeah. exhibits it to I mean he, he exhibits to the uttermost. Exhibits it. Exhibits it. <laughs> exhibit. You know, like Zip, my ride, exhibit. Exhibit. I got you know, the you. rapper you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. You know, you don't remember the MTV show Pimp My Ride with Exhibit. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, Pimp you know, he'd be ride, like, but Hey do. yo, I heard you like speakers, so I put some small speakers inside these big speakers. <laughs> you know. It's exhibit, yeah. Oh, moving anyway, on. Anyway, so the last uh, one. So least. we have to be very patient with each other as well. That's right. And so, John, I have to be patient with you when you don't <laughs> know who Exhibit is. I don't. Golly. Oh, sorry about that. All right. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, 
uh, unity cannot happen without the work of the Holy Spirit. This is right. And so we <laughs> must pray. Yes, you should pray. We must pray for unity. Uh, every day pray for unity. One of the things that I've made a habit to, uh, one, is, is praying Philippians 2 over my church, trying to, to pray that um, as much as I can. And then two, praying through the Psalms. Yeah. Um, and how many Psalms talk about... Um, I don't know, the Lord preserving us, keeping us from the um, the snares of our enemies. Yeah. And it's easy for us to, to pray through that and think of the enemies that we think we have in the church. Right. And right. instead, instead of thinking that way, is to think, hey, these people aren't my enemies. The enemies are, are is the devil. Yeah. So, and so, Lord, keep us from allowing him to sow discord. Yeah, so disunity is a spiritual issue. It is. Mm-hmm. Disunity is not a natural issue. Right. I mean, by that I mean it's not just an issue between you and I. Correct. It's an issue between the spiritual world. Yeah. That yeah. we have to be we have to be always on the outlook for and and doing our best to combat it mm-hmm. through I think the fruit that the spirit has given to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this prayer thing, praying with each other, mm-hmm. if you're divided, yeah. praying with each other, praying for each mm-hmm. other, yeah. uh, and just asking God to unify you, I think is, is powerful enough. Yeah. On its own. And then praying that the Lord gives us, um, small memories. Yeah. Right? I have, I have a small memory and you know, I always tell people that, that I do believe that it is a gift from God. Yeah. It is a gift from God that I don't remember people that have offended me, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's why you and I can be friends. Which is great. It's the reason I, why this podcast exists. Yeah, I, I don't remember what people said about me or to me. It's one of those things <laughs> that just kind of— That's why I record it. —washes away. I don't remember it, and a short-term memory— is a gift from God. It's See, a beautiful thing. I'm the opposite. I dwell on it sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know, if someone if someone says something to me, it, it takes me a while to get over it. Really? Uh, yeah. And it's not, and, and and it will flavor the way that I, that I, that I work with them. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I have yeah. to be careful yeah. every time it comes to mind, you know, uh, forgiveness is not a one time event for me. Sure. It's a multiple yeah. time yeah. of Lord, help me to forgive them. Help yeah. me to actively forgive them. Yeah. And so we must all pray for that. Yep. That's it. Prayer. All right. Well, John, what you reading? Well, I have finished the books I was reading last time we talked Good about job. this. Good <clears> job. <throat> and uh, I've just got to st- I haven't started yet, but I'm, I'm I think it's called Pastoral Theology is the name of the book. It's edited by Daniel Aiken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's Pastoral Theology. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I, the I name have it of too. it is. I think that's right. But it is a it is a, an an intense looking book, a little paperback. So, uh really? I'm, yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to getting into it because this is the book that was chosen for us to read. Yeah. So that's where I am at the moment. All right. Finish Bruce Reed too. So Bruce yeah. Reed, uh, conscious uh, by uh, that guy's name that I can't ever pronounce. Yeah, and uh, those are the two that I finished, and I'm looking forward to pastoral. Yeah, well, I'm gl- yeah. I'm glad it's taken us a while to read this book because I have the next choice, and it's just too much pressure. There's too yeah. many books. It's too many <laughs> yeah. books. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to. I think you ought to have us to read this one right here. I thought about it. So this you. is the book I'm reading now. Um, I'm still reading. Um, Toward an Exegetical Theology by uh, Walter Kaiser. It's really good. And then I picked up uh, today, This is Your Brain on Sports, The Science of Underdogs, The ri- the Value of Rivalry, and What We Can Learn from the T-Shirt Cannon. Uh, That's funny. I'm enjoying it so far. I read the first chapter on a T-Shirt Cannon, and uh, <laughs> basically it didn't tell you anything that you didn't know. Yeah. People freak out when you say free. 
The so. science of the underdogs would be interesting because uh, have you read um, Malcolm Gladwell's I have not. David and Goliath? Mm, no, that's I, what it's about. It, yeah, and uh, that is pretty good too. So I bet, yeah. I bet that would be interesting. Yeah, I disagree with uh, Malcolm Gladwell on that, and I've heard him argue with another uh, really smart guy about it, and it was really funny about the David and Goliath. Yeah, thing? essentially, you know what what he says is well, that you ought to ro- you ought to root for Alabama to win the national championship because they have more to lose. <laughs> and I think no, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And David so. and Goliath, the actual story of David and Goliath, he takes a bit of the God factor out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Does that make right. sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he removes the God factor. Which is weird. Which is weird. For a secular person to do that. Uh, he's actually a, he's actually Jewish, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I think he's Jewish. I was just, I was being snarky. So. John didn't remember that. <laughs> Sorry. John won't remember this podcast. Yeah, so. I won't remember this podcast. Good. But I do remember the this. Yeah. So What's, speaking of rappers, oh no, John, don't do it, John, John, John. <laughs> speaking of rappers, I have found Ryan's rap CD. Gosh, I hate life. Oh my goodness, what's happened? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the Lord. No. <laughs> I hate you, John. This is Ryan's rap CD. It sounds just like you. All right. Well, that's all I'm giving you. Just Man. that little teaser right there. Man. All right. Well, I knew, <laughs> I knew one day it would happen. Um, you brought man. rappers up, so man. There right. you go. Well, y'all just wait till next week. I'm gonna find <laughs> something for John. Right. All right. Uh, uh, I gotta work on my Photoshop this week. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for being here today. Uh, we do appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. If you liked uh, my uh, mixtape, you can leave us a nice review <laughs> on iTunes. Um, Shares with a friend, and maybe we'll do a giveaway where I can like give, give a rap CD give a rap CD away, right? Or something. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, keep loving your imperfect church, and remember, one day she will be perfected in glory. Cause he sealed me till the end Yes, I put my hope in him Cause he said I am predestined Predestined to adoption For my Lord and his accomplishments Chosen to be holy, sanctified Now let me represent Gotta let him know where I get my joy at Mark 8, 34 I wear it on my back so you can come in marked up Scarred up, pathetic, but I had it with myself Being halfway at it, I don't wanna be ashamed to be called up Like an addict, so I gotta give it all Go ahead, get at it, he saved me, not by words Nothing I can do could stop the hearse Brought near by his blood When he died, he broke this curse Jesus paid it all, so all to him I owe Sin and let the crimson stain He washed me by the sun
princess go and get my thing on Sit me like Star Trek It tries to get its cling on And quickly Satan tricks me And afflicts me Makes me sick Makes me contradict my spirit I'm two-faced Harvey Dick And it would be a dark night If God hadn't shown me love Now I'm embracing accusations Cause I'm covered in his blood Now I'm racing to his side Cause he laid down his life on me Crucified and paid my debt As he hung up on that tree Yeah That should have been me But my heavenly father did not feel the same For while I was dead in sin He justified me by his name It could have been bad For there was nothing I could do Could cover my shame If righteousness came through ourselves Then Jesus died in vain But I need him daily Searching in the scriptures I'm gonna find a boys cool <laughs> Holy hipsters I got a filthy heart Or so the Bible say But he gonna wash me white as snow Wedding day So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up Now I got that spirit in me So they sealed up now I got that spirit in me, sold out, sealed up. Now I got that spirit in me.